Hi, dear listener. Zach here. I'm proud of the work we did on Call of Discovery and Keyforge Public Radio, and last year I took my love of podcasts full-time with my company, Rooster High Productions. If you know someone with a business who wants to broadcast their expertise through podcasts and derived social media marketing, send them my way to Zach at RoosterHigh.com. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Cool of Discovery, the podcast where we celebrate all things Keyforge, its community, and the excitement of discovery. Now, those of you listening to this as it comes out will realize this podcast is not coming out on its usual day, and there is a reason for that, and it's because Zach and I are way too excited that we have a couple of cards from the forthcoming fourth set of Keyforge, there's a tongue twister, to share with you today. So, hello, Zach. How are you doing? Hey, Ed. I am doing well, and I'm awfully excited to talk about these spoilers. They are on my screen, but I can't talk about them yet because we're still in the intro. (laughs) We've got two absolute corkers of cards to share with you. And yes, that is a British phrase. You can have that one for free. A huge thank you to Kiwi from the Hamburg Atlanteans for giving us one card that they have stumbled upon in a treasure trove of decks ahead of release. And an equally huge thank you to FFG Fantasy Flight Games for supplying us with our own official preview card. So yes, we have not one, but two exciting cards from the new set to share today. So Zach... Let's not keep the audience waiting. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to dive in and take it away? I do, Ed. I do. But I have a, I have a question for you to lead off the in- introducing okay. this card. Uh, Ed, do you like unicorns? Well, I've always wanted a pet unicorn. <laughs> do you like centaurs? Well, you know, I'm partial to a bit of centaur. It's, <laughs> it's when 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 I have a day off the the old unicorn <laughs> unicorn <laughs> idea. <laughs> Do you like House Dis and four damage enhance icons? Oh my god, no way. What? <laughs> then, then, Ed, I think you will love Malificorn. Um, Ed, the, the first thing to strike me about this card is the art. And so I will direct, I will direct listeners, of course, to our, our Twitter account where this will be posted shortly after release. This creature is a centaur unicorn. They look like a demon like the rest of House Dis, but they don't have that trait with with just pink lights and dark steely skin. They're rearing up a bit on their hind legs. Honestly, it's some of my favorite House Dis art I've seen. It's it's truly terrifying and exciting. Agreed. And very majestic. Exactly what you'd expect from a centaur unicorn. (laughs) I never thought I'd say that ever (laughs) especially an evil one so so maleficorn is a creature it is a mutant doesn't have the demon trait just mutant it'll interact with all of those mutant mechanics we have in uh, mass mutation it is five power 
It comes with four damage enhance icons. So that means four random cards in Maleficorn's deck will get that damage icon assigned to them. And then it has a passive ability, which is after an enemy creature is dealt damage by a damage bonus icon, deal one damage to that creature. Yes, it's a really interesting card. And I think this is this is one where Enhance is going to come into its own in certain decks. We might add that this is a rare card as well. So we're not going to be seeing this all that frequently, but potentially with the right setup, my feeling, Zach, is that this could have a very significant impact on on a deck and you could you could have almost a situation where if you're able to keep your maleficorn out in a best case scenario your opponent's board is is getting wiped pretty pretty frequently yeah yeah it'll certainly take the right deck for this card to be a big threat with an extra damage from the bonus icons you'd want probably a couple more scattered in there from other cards and of course you'd need to get Millificorn out for it to matter but it'll certainly be fun to get extra damage off of Millificorn as much as you can as much as you can I could see this of course comboing with a few other spoiled cards we've seen that help you and increase the frequency of your of your uh, bonus icon resolution we'll say so I think it could certainly be good could certainly be very good for for pinging damage onto people off of uh, off of those enhanced icons and I think like a lot of those rare cards in Keyforge, they're not necessarily like in other card games, the most powerful cards, but they're the ones with the most unique effects where they're where they play with some of the design space. And um, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. In some decks, you could get a deck completely geared up to all of these enhanced damage damage icons which makes Maleficorn super super powerful however it has to be said that we we are in a set now with both dinos which are known to be huge and sanctum which is known to be well quite well armored and therefore one damage a pop might not be so impactful it gets Mm -hmm. rid of your witches your small creatures anything not super protected but wards the thing now you know we're not back in call of the archons big creatures and yeah that will to a certain extent i think limit the impact of this card sure sure because this only triggers after the damage is dealt so wards or armor won't let maleficorn trigger unfortunately i do think that maleficorn should be a prime contender for some organized play play mats because again this art i can't get over it well even if the card might not be a, a chase card the art will be a some put on chase swag that people want the the art is stunning and the art is by uh constantine porubov i've been thinking that the first thing that popped into my head when I saw this card was that it looked a little bit like the Four Horsemen of Sanctum. And it made me wonder that perhaps in mass mutations, the Four Horsemen of Sanctum have turned evil. Oh, oh, that would be that would be fascinating. I'm not seeing a lot of hints of that here, but I think that's uh, that would be something really fun for them to play around with. In, in a zany world, it might be there at some point in the future. So if, if not, FFG, please try this. It would be super fun. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I think our 
other spoiler, Ed, is a little bit more wholesome. Why don't you lead us into that one? I'm super excited to share this one, Zach, because I think that it is a contender for the most stunning art I have seen on a Keyforge card. And that's an increasingly crowded space to receive that award. So this is an untamed card. Um, actually my favorite house now. Um, it's an action card. It is called Commune. The picture is of a sleeping snuffle gator. Oh, that's a tongue twister as well. A sleeping snuffle gator uh, with a backdrop of a setting sun, a river. There's lots of fairies. And there's something hiding behind the ferns on the right, but I can't quite tell what it is. So, yeah, the art is just completely stunning. It's a really interesting card, um, and it's only an uncommon. So we're going to be seeing this not too frequently, but not too rarely either. It's an Omega play, and that means, of course, that after you play this card, you have to end your turn immediately, and it's play, lose all of your amber, gain four amber. Mm, that is one of those lovely situational cards in Keyforge where sometimes you're going to have to chuck it and it doesn't matter, but if you open a game with this or you get to play at the turn right after you forge a key there's uh there's quite a few times that this would be this would be really lovely yeah and i think this is a, a really really interesting card because of this it really is dependent upon whatever else we see in untamed and untamed of course is a house that we've seen maybe even more evolution in than a lot of others and evolution being quite an apt word for untamed in general but started off very much as that amber generation house amber rush house and has become something of of, of a different house in in more recent sets so this this feels a bit like a return to form in some respects but it is a little bit situational of course if you're sitting on a lot more amber you're probably not going to want to lose it all but then if you forge the key you're back down to zero then it's a perfect time to play this and there might be some cards in the new set that this works really well with and i will ask you zach have you seen any spoiled untamed cards that could combo really well with this i know you're much more active looking at spoilers than i am i'm I, i'm someone that likes to uh likes to wait until i've got the decks in hand to discover them physically hmm I haven't seen a lot of untamed cards. Now, that being said, uh, we haven't seen a lot of untamed cards generally yet from these spoilers. I haven't seen a lot that would combo with this particularly well. Of course, this has uh, a little bit, maybe not quite an anti-synergy, but a little bit of friction against, you know, untamed's usual burst, right? Because you'd have to play this at the end of your turn, but it's only helpful if you're not really gaining amber during yes. your turn. So if you have a board full of untamed creatures at the start of your turn who, you know, all want to reap, then, you know, it's not really advancing your your board state. But I think I think if there are some other functions untamed leans into in mass mutation besides just bursting amber, maybe getting some other things done, setting up on the board, then I think this uh, this will be really good in particular mixes, or I should say unique mixes of, of untamed where they're serving to set up your board state and maybe not bursting amber as much, something with a lot of uh, nature's call if that gets reprinted. 
Yes, I couldn't agree more. And do you think perhaps this might be a card to mulligan for as one of the best first turn plays in the game? Oh, yes, as, especially as the first player playing only one card from your hand. This would be this would be amazing. We've had at least one or two other cards in that slot where you could play them on your first turn and just get four amber like treasure map from call of the archons yes uh which has i believe one amber pip and it says uh, if you haven't played any cards this turn gain three amber you can't play cards for the rest of the turn and so this is uh right at that scale just in an untamed style which is and as an uncommon we're going to be seeing it even more frequently than something like treasure map which Mm -hmm. for those for people with maybe two of these in a deck there's the risk of course that they're two dead cards later on in the game and if you pick them up at the wrong time but if you get one of them first turn then you are off to a, a a real real roaring start i'd say Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And the art here is by Ronnie Price the uh, second. It's Ronnie Price and then two. So I, I'm I'm going to go for with Ronnie Price the second. It's a very regal name that way. And I think that this is a first uh, Keyforge card for this artist. So stunning art, and I'm hoping that we see more art from from Ronnie in the future because it's really quite something. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it really is, especially contrasting the scenes we've had Snufflegator in before and art in Unsuspecting Prey and the Snufflegator card itself. It is it's almost a snuggle gator. It's very cute. A snuggle gator. Oh my god, that has to be a card. <laughs> <laughs> it's deadly, but it looks cute. That's what they'll call the plush <laughs> version. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us for this impromptu Call of Discovery episode where we actually get to uh, quite literally discover some cards with you all. Uh, We would like to let you know that we do have, at this point, a YouTube channel. It is not a huge announcement. We're simply putting up there any commentary that Ed and I have done for various tournaments. We are up to two tournaments that we've commentated that are now up there, two different playlists for Sanctimonious's The Glorious Few and then Knowledge is Power's Shadow World. So check those out. Give us a listen. Uh, let us know what you think. And a huge thank you once again to FFG and Kiwi for providing our two preview cards for Mass Mutations. We hope you'll enjoy them. Yes. Thank you all so much for joining us. And if you are willing and able to support Call of Discovery in a monetary fashion, our Patreon is linked below where you can get access to our Patreon-only Discord and put your own decks in the spotlight. Definitely let us know what you think of the show. You can email us any thoughts, questions, or any anything really at discoverkeyforge at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on any social media that you are a part of. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for Call of Discovery on any of those. But most importantly, if you've been enjoying the show, please help a friend to discover it. Have you answered the call of discovery?